Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. We are assembled here today to pay final respects to our honored dead. And yet it should be noted that in the midst of our sorrow, this death takes place in the shadow of new life, the sunrise of a new world, a world that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish. He did not feel this sacrifice a vain or empty one, and we will not debate his profound wisdom at these proceedings. Of my friend, I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered in my travels, his was the most Human. Others? And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. It's the summer of Star Trek, and this week we continue to get sauced as we review the best Star Trek film of all time. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. It's 1982 Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. But first, he's the curly blonde-headed scientist to my curly brown-headed man-whore. It's James. How are you doing, James? Sauce for the goose, Mr. Sad. Ah, damn it, you <laughs> took my opening. <laughs> Well, I've, I've been wanting to say that since we came up with sauce. And when I say we, I mean, Jason, it's so great because this is indeed the best Star Trek movie. And he says sauce for the goose, Mr. Savick. Yes. But he's the young lieutenant who just can't get over failing a no win scenario. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Savick, Mr. Goose for sauce. The fuck? Did you just, just have said- a stroke? No, I said what he said backwards. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I had a stroke. I, I, I was camping this whole week. I'm tired. I know it's been nice. We haven't heard from you on on Discord. I know. It's we haven't had to deal with your 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 silliness, your BS. I took over your cooking show and renamed it Cooking for a Doorknob instead of Cooking as a Doorknob. No, no, uh, it's with uh uh Cooking with Rob. I said cooking as a doorknob. No, that's 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 not. what you do. You're a doorknob and you cook, so you cook as a doorknob. No, n- I cook no. for you because you're the doorknob. Yeah, you cook for me because you're one of my correspondents. That's oh, not geez. an accurate we already, statement. We already talked about this. All right, speaking God, of idiot. cooking with a doorknob or cooking for a doorknob or cooking, yeah, the cooking show that Rob built. What's, how, what's happening around CBC, James? <laughs> wow. You're giving me well, a whole lot more credit than I even wanted. Right. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you asked because uh, STV still comes out on Thursdays. And we've got a brand Wait, new show. on. Hold on. What? I thought it was canceled. I Look, man. Jason let him back in. I am ruled by my emotions. He is the logical pointy-haired dildo to my uh, curly-haired, brown, brown curly-haired man whore. They, they were never canceled, dildo. so they didn't need to be let back in. See? See? He just he spouts BS. He reigns me in. I am ruled by passion and emotion. 
which is why I'm a man whore. He is a pointy haired, pointy eared dildo or pointy haired, whatever. He's a troll. I don't give a fuck. All right, look. Uh, so they're on Thursdays. That's really all that matters. STDs on Thursday. But we've got a brand new show on creativebraincandy.com. It's called Ice Forward March. Check it out. It's by our uh, very own Tim Allen. Uh, not that Tim Allen. The different Tim Allen. Different Tim Allen, yeah. Famous Tim Allen. Uh, good guy. He's also my co-host on a brand new other show uh, coming to YouTube uh, the this July 4th, this, this next Saturday. So check it out. Ice Forward March. It's on Spotify. It'll be up on Apple and Google and all that stuff here real soon. But if, uh, search Ice Forward March. Uh, it's about uh, NCOs, non-commissioned officers, if you're uh, uh, familiar with that. And these guys, they met up at a at like a training, and they go, and they, they, they did the training, and they became friends, and now they podcast about NCO stuff. Check it out. Ice Forward March, July 4th. Uh, check out uh, the Simply Stogie's YouTube channel. And you get to look at my beautiful face and Tim's beautiful face uh, as we uh, start a brand new uh, Simply Stogie show called Simply Stogie's Cigars and Coffee. We talk cigars and we talk coffee. Here you go. That's all that's going around on uh, the CBC right now. I don't know. Sadis is on. Cooking show still going, I guess. Drunkonomics, they keep getting drunk. Bad gamers keep being bad. So. All right. There you go. Rob, you got any news for us? Yes. Even though I was gone for a week, uh, I still have time to take shits. Therefore, I found news. Oh, hey, Jesus. Do bears shit in the woods? Uh, only only when people are watching and they like to use Charmin when they're done. Okay. Okay. That makes no sense, but thanks for at least answering the question. Um, Charmin. Do you guys have bears, bears in Texas? Do you yes. have bears uh, down there? Yes, yes, we have bears in Texas. Are they Are they hairless bears? It's pretty fucking hot down there. No, they're not hairless. <laughs> kind of like I've heard of polar bears. That makes sense because they're fat and they got fur. I don't know what a Texas bear looks like. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm sure he that's wears a term spurs. somewhere that I don't want to know about. Yeah, they wear spurs and chaps. Yeah, you're yep. a Texas bear. See, that's what I thought. They are like the village people. But okay, I'm not judging. I'm just, you know, stereotyping. So... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. What do, what do Texas bears look like? I don't know. Tell me. Not besides the the obvious stupid jokes you just made. Bears and chaps. <laughs> yeah. Besides, or, I said besides um, that. Mom, I think most of the bears in like? Texas are uh, in the West Texas and, and Panhandle areas. Or, yeah. Uh, black bears. Wait, wait. West Texas, like by Arizona and shit? Uh, Texas is nowhere near that, Arizona. There's an entire state between <laughs> yeah, Texas and Arizona. It's west. called New what, Mexico. What state? Oh, fuck New Mexico. New Mexico doesn't have any goddamn bears. Well, and you can't get yes, into New do. Mexico right now. Anyway. How do you have bears in fucking? You realize there's understand. an entire fucking What's range of mountains that extend through New Mexico, right? Yes. In so northern New Mexico. No, northern New Mexico is full of mountains. Well, so and is the middle of New Mexico around Rio Dosa. Yeah, that's true. So they're real middle. Bears? Yeah, middle of New Mexico, all the way up north. It's full of mountains, and it's uh, brown uh, black bears. By the way, I'm just tickled pink that I've been able to derail the news so far. And I want to see <laughs> if I can keep that going until it's time to just talk about Star Trek: The Wrath it, of Khan, because God knows the shits he took in the woods were probably better than the news he brought out. <laughs> well, let's I get got to some the decent, news. I got some decent news, um, and it's funny. Uh, because do any of you guys need $35,000? Yes. 
Y- yeah, you do. All I right. So, I mean, hobby. so you you have until August seventeenth um, to design a space toilet. Um, are there parameters that I have to to oh, follow? Oh, or? yes, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I NASA, can just I can just put a f- fucking bucket in the <laughs> in the yeah. space Open shuttle or, or capsule We've or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So NASA has started Open a. a a crowdsourcing, oh, actually, they're crowdsourcing for designs for a space-proof toilet that can be used on the moon. Um, apparently, they're calling it NASA's Lunar Lou Challenge. Um, so, you know, they've got a they've got a toilet that works right now in microgravity um, on the ISS and all that kind of good stuff. However, they don't have anything that would work on the moon um, because you know, moon has a little bit of gravity, but not enough, you know, and doesn't have plumbing. So I guess you can't so use, use a, like catapult. a regular, yeah, you can't use a regular toilet. Um, use a catapult. Okay. A catapult. Shit in a bucket, put the bucket in the catapult, let the catapult go, and then watch your shit fly off into space. So I think they kind of did that on Avenue 5. Where they released a bunch of shit and it started orbiting the ship. Okay. Look, all that means, folks, is if we do this, in about three to five years, we're going to start seeing shit rings around the moon. Right. And it'll look beautiful at night. Especially if you shine (laughs) lasers on it. (laughs) Okay. I'm all for it. I am all for it. Wow. Shit rings around the moon. Think about it for a second. No, let's not do shit rings around the moon. So, I mean, can't they just take the same concept as what they have, like on the ISS? And uh, may maybe, but the ISS is designed for no gravity. So, um, maybe there's some sort of issue there, or maybe they're just trying to hope to get something that's a little bit more comfortable than a vacuum stuck to your asshole. Well, we can. We can, can't they reclimate the uh, the piss? Yeah, and they then, do. Like. Okay, so why can't we do the same urine. thing? Yeah, so let's well, do the this same thing with, with shit. I don't think you. Well, I don't think it's so quite much. the same process to recycle shit that it is your. Well, that's what we need to get the scientists working on is how to, like, look, man, you talk about uh, renewable resources. Let's figure out how to eat shit. Okay. That's, no. No. Interesting. I don't, I don't understand why you guys are so against this. Maybe well, you should you just first. eat shit and die. You, you figure it out. You start eating your shit and figure out how that works and then let us know how, how that works. I'm not a scientist. I, I thought that was pretty self-apparent uh, when I said, let's try to figure out how to eat our own shit. Well, you, a lot of things were self-apparent whenever you said that statement. <laughs> were they? A lot. I'd like, to, I'd like a list of those. Once again, I'm tickled pink that I've been able to derail the new segment. <laughs> you are terrible. really all I want to do right now. All right, so moving on. Next one. Uh, Shittings around the moon. Shut the hell up. Somebody <laughs> mute his ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, September 4th. Uh, mark that day on your calendars, boys, because the boys are back on. Yes. On oh, good. Uh, September 4th. Looks I love pretty that interesting. Show. Uh, they released uh, the first three minutes of it. Um, which were pretty gruesome. Uh, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Black Noir. Um, he uh, rips a dude's 
face in half, starting at the mouth and just pulling. It was pretty rough. Jeez. So I'm I'm, I'm actually a little bit shocked that they renewed the series, but yeah. What? I liked it. I liked it, but it seemed like, I don't know. It just, it it seemed like it didn't have that large of an audience and they kind of tied it up in a nice little bow at the end. How did they tie oh. it up in a nice little bow? He he found his his ex wife was still with uh, super numb nuts. That's how it yeah. ended. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he had How's found that? his kid. Yeah, yeah. And when he looked up, his wife, whom he thought was dead slash disappeared slash killed by super douche nozzle, was instead actually living with super douche nozzle. Mm-hmm. Okay. With super douche nozzles kid. Right. So mm-hmm. how, how is this all tied up in a nice little bow? That was the, there was no cliffhanger. It was a, it was more of a shock. shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get shock. that same impression, but okay. Yeah. Well, uh, seeing as it was renewed for another season, like I think right after it aired, um, somebody hasn't been paying attention. I didn't but care enough to look it up. Shockingly, it's not Rob. I know. Seriously. I figured he would have been like, oh, yeah, I saw something about that. I love this show. I think this show is fantastic. I can't wait. I think yeah. we should review it. The problem is, is it is uh, only eight episodes. And it's also Man, superheroes, love- so we're not reviewing it. Ah, God damn it. Superheroes but are the science first, fiction. The first three episodes will be uh, released all at once, and then they're going to release the other five on a weekly basis. All right. Look, we are getting closer and closer to TV just being movies. Like, So it used to be a season of a television show was what, 24, 26 24 episodes? 24, 26, yeah. Yeah. Right. And now we're down to 10, and now- this is not the first show, and I don't remember the, the what the last one was uh, that did this, but this is not the first show that has gone from 10 episodes to 8 episodes. Well, the last season I mean, of Game of Thrones had like 6 yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, but and they were extended. Was, they, went, they went 1 hour and 10 minutes. Oh. So it was like getting a no, whole extra no, episode no, for free. No, that's no, not it how wasn't. that works. It's like Picard doing the whole bullshit. Uh, we're going to break these two, uh, this one episode into two episodes, and the last... What, two episodes. No, they, they or, broke one episode into three episodes. The first yeah. three episodes broke, of Picard were supposed to be all one giant episode. Right. So we basically got eight fucking episodes there too. I'm getting really tired of that. I like, look, I want to be entertained and I want to be entertained for a long amount of time. I don't need to be entertained for uh, um, like what? So if let's just pretend that these episodes are what, 45 minutes long and they're not an hour long. Like let's, Ten. Everybody starts doing what Picard did. So you're not even getting a full eight hours of fucking entertainment. Instead, it's like six six and a half hours or whatever. Like that's I, to me, that's just bullshit. Just give me a three, like give me a fucking trilogy movie at that point. Yeah. But like, just go all big budget. Give me a fucking trilogy movie because otherwise, I, I'm really going to stop getting invested in these movies or in these television shows and in these characters. And I'll just I play video games or smoke don't, cigars or don't something. lie. You're still going to watch this stuff. No, I I really won't. I no, you I will because you'll a, be on this show and you'll be forced contractually I, obligated forced to watch to, it. Yeah, I'll be forced yeah. to watch stupid bullshit movies that you like throw out there like space truckers. 
what you picked what, it. What I, I did pick it. It was amazing. It was so worth it. Uh, but what I won't do is I won't watch these things until I absolutely have to for this show. I just won't. I don't think that it loses value for me if I can't be entertained for a, a longer period of time and have things to look forward to each week. Like I'm okay with them releasing weekly. I, I really am because that brings me back to the nostalgia of having to wait for 26 episodes and then a whole fucking off season in between to find out if Picard is going to be a Borg or not. Like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the cliffhangers. What I'm not okay with is this bullshit eight episode, 45 minute episodes bullshit. Yeah. So I don't mind the compressed seasons as much. I, I think 10 episodes, if you're telling a story across those 10 episodes, is fine. That you've got plenty of time to tell a nice coherent story with with great characters and a great plot across 10 episodes. 8 episodes is pushing it at an hour at each episode. 8 episodes at 45 minutes each is not enough fucking time to tell a good story. I don't disagree, but I think trying to go into a series and say we want to tell this story, but we want to tell this story in X amount of episodes is Dumb. I think if you have a story that's good, you tell the fucking story. If it takes 12 episodes, it takes 12 episodes. If it takes 10 episodes uh, of an hour apiece, then it takes 10 episodes and an hour apiece. But to try to, to shoehorn in a, a, a story that you love, that you like, that you've written, that you, 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 uh, it's basically your baby and try to shoehorn it into fucking six episodes, 45 minutes apiece is bullshit. Because you lose a lot of it, and it leaves the audience really scrambling. I think Picard is a good example of that, and I like Picard. Yeah. Oh, no. I was bitching about Picard from the beginning that the episodes were far too short, and they were going to yes. run out of time at the end of the season to tell the story. And they did. And they did. But that doesn't mean that I didn't like the series. I did enjoy the series. Oh, I did, but too. guys, you got to stop doing this bullshit especially on streaming services for fuck's sake, Amazon, Netflix, CBS, all access. You are having people pay you for access to these things. Give us the fucking unfiltered full story and stop trying to fucking bullshit sell advertising space in this stuff. We fucking give you money. I don't give a fuck if it's 12 episodes. I don't give a fuck if it's 13 and a half episodes. As long as you're not racing at the end or trying to fucking put in filler, I don't give a fuck. Give me a full, coherent story. Christ almighty. All right. Shouldn't be that fucking hard, Hollywood. All right. I think Rob, he's trying to derail the news. Uh, again. Yeah. What else you got, Rob? <laughs> um, who is your favorite Batman? I actually, um, I actually am kind of tied between Keaton and uh, Batfleck. Okay. Crowley? I don't know. Keaton, probably. How Batfleck? What the fuck? I love All Ben right, well, Affleck's Batman. I thought he did a great older grizzled Batman. I thought he did an okay, but I, like Keaton, Keaton is king. And I know Keaton's coming back. I know that's where this story is Motherfucker. back. <laughs> hey, look, who does the news? Me or you? Well, you barely. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I took some good epic shits and this is what I found. All right. <laughs> What, 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 so, were there shit rings around your moon? Yeah, there were. Um, so Mike and Michael Keaton is bat, uh, is in talks to return as Batman in uh, the Flash movie. Uh, apparently, Flash, they're talking about doing Flashpoint, uh, which is basically the Flash 
undoes what his mom, uh, that his mom and dad had died, and that was supposed, and that changes everything, yada yada yada. So interesting. So is he yeah. going to come back as the um, Batman from oh what yes. the fucking director's name? Um, um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, is he going to come yes. back as the Batman yes. from Tim Burton's universe? Yes, yes. yes. The yes. Uh, the idea is that he is in a uh, you know the whole DC multiverse thing is going to be oh. looked at. Yeah, they're fixing the fuck up of what they did with with <laughs> with Justice League with Man of Steel, with all this stuff, because now they're going to have different actors that are going to be playing shit. So Flashpoint's going to fix all of this to make it a, a coherent thing, which is pretty brilliant uh, and would be okay if they hadn't fucked it up in the first place. So he's going to come back as old Batman. So like um, the killing joke old Batman, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe not that far, maybe not that one, but uh, he will be an older Batman, yeah. Um, the, the, the theory, um, whether this pans out or not is then it also kind of shoehorns into him being able to play an older Bruce Wayne for a Batman beyond movie potentially. That'd be kind of cool. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. 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 So, so, you you know, there's, there's possibilities there, but the first, the first step is to establish that there's a multiverse, uh, Within the DCEU, you know, they, they've expanded or they've they've touched on that a whole whole lot during the whole Arrowverse thing uh, with uh, on on the CW. Uh, but the DCEU has never done anything like that. So they're trying to uh, bring in that concept to the, I guess, mainstream or to the cinematic audience. Well, it'll be you interesting know. to see how they fuck this up. Yeah, well, right. it'll be interesting because to see will. if they uh, if they even do it. Seeing as Ezra's in some deep shit from his little uh, tirade a few months back. What? Huh? Oh, he had some sort of uh, what was it? Racist tirade or something? Oh, like Jesus that. Or, Christ! No, he choked somebody. He choked somebody on what, like a dude or a chick. Uh, I think it was a chick, and it was uh, taped. It was recorded. Wait, no way! Did no? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Choke somebody? I don't. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Was this during like foreplay or was like? No, <laughs> he was choking his partner. Is that what it was? That's what no. I'm asking. No, no. Uh, apparently, Ezra Miller appeared to choke a fan on a video, um, uh, which happened to be a girl. And just, they really haven't. This happened during uh, during April, um, right before the whole Corona media thing no april was right in the middle of the corona media thing well okay so but it okay, came out i'm during watching this. this and this uh, this looks very awkward the whole thing looks very very awkward i can't tell it looks like they're playing around but i can't tell because the person who's holding the phone looks like they start freaking out huh i don't know so he he chokes her and then takes her to the ground. Like, it's yeah. not just a choke. It looks almost like a, 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 a shitty choke slam. Like, he's trying to do his worst cane impression. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. We'll explore this story and come back to that. Because I, we, we don't have full context here. And I'm kind of interested to see why somebody would tank their fucking career like that. 
But anyways, yeah. who's ready for a pod crawl? Oh, is it time? It's time. Oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. It's Kirk's birthday, and he is none too pleased as he feels the years start to weigh on him. He's observing a command test, the Kobayashi Maru, with young Lieutenant Savik in the hot seat. She fails miserably, which is the point, but begins her incessant harassment of Kirk over the results of the test. Spock, never one to forget a date, hands Kirk his birthday gift, an antique copy of A Tale of Two Cities, which will foreshadow the rest of the movie. Bones drops by Casa de Bone Zone wearing his favorite Saturday night fever jacket and chaps to give Kirk some birthday cheer in the form of Romulan ale and reading glasses. Way to rub it in Bones. Kirk confesses that he's feeling old, and Bones tells him to suck it up and get back on the horse, the horse being the Enterprise. Kirk takes the advice to heart and observes the shakedown and training crews of the newly refit Enterprise. Under the command of Captain Spock, the ship heads out for a three-hour tour. Once on their way, they receive a distress call from one of Kirk's old girlfriends on Regular One. She reads Kirk the riot act for wanting to steal her new invention that makes barren planets full of life and also reverses male pattern baldness. However, the signal is about as reliable as Jane's internet, so her garbled message drops and Kirk has no choice but to take over command of the Enterprise and see what's going on. Turns out, it was a clever ruse by none other than Khan Noonien Singh, the psychopath they dropped on SETI Alpha 5 15 years before. A freak accident with the sixth planet turned the fifth into a hell hole, and because the crew of the Reliant can't count, and Chekhov has the memory of a hamster, they inadvertently freed Khan and his homicidal goon squad. Khan is in control of the Reliant, and intercepts Kirk on the way to regular. They fail to respond to any hails, and Kirk fails to respond in a logical manner, so the Reliant gets the drop on them and cripples the Enterprise with some well-placed phaser fire. Kirk, caught with his pants down and wearing McCoy's chaps, buys enough time to hack into the Reliant and drop their shields remotely, then disables their ship in return. With both ships disabled, Kirk limps to regular to try for some sympathy nookie. On regular they find everyone has been killed, but a few may have escaped into the nearby planet. They beam down and find Kirk's old flame, Dr. Carol Marcus. Her son, the other Marcus in the room, has the captain's eyes. After a really gross scene with a worm crawling out of Chekhov's ear, Khan stealing the Genesis device, and Kirk and Carol having a moment that surprisingly doesn't involve Kirk trying to bed her, everyone moves to the Genesis cave, where the dead has come to life. A few hours later, Spock has gotten the Enterprise back into some kind of fighting shape and beams everyone back on board as they limp to a nearby nebula with Khan hot on their trail. The nebula knocks out shields and severely limits visuals, so both sides go into space submarine mode as they slowly trawl the gas cloud looking for opportunities to flood tubes and fire. Khan gets the first shot in and the Enterprise throws a blow to the Reliance bridge, but Khan reveals his inexperience in space battles. Kirk dives down while Khan looks around on the same plane for the Enterprise. Kirk surfaces behind the Reliant and deals the crippling blow, all but destroying the ship. Khan says, fuck it, and sets the Genesis device to detonate in an attempt to take out the Enterprise as well. The Enterprise nopes the fuck out, but without warp they aren't going to get enough distance to avoid the blast. Spock, realizing that Scotty is useless again, heads down to engineering to mind meld with McCoy and share all his dirty secrets, then enters the warp core to get shit fixed, cooking himself in the process. The Enterprise warps the hell out of Dodge, and Kirk heads to engineering to say goodbye to his dear friend. 
The Enterprise crew gathers for a funeral, Scotty disrespects Spock's memory by squeezing feral cats, Spock's body is fired from a torpedo to the planet, and roll a shot setting up the next movie, credits. <laughs> what? What? Uh, feral <laughs> cats? Yeah, those fucking bagpipes. Oh my god, that, uh-huh. yeah, that was terrible, but as soon as the... As soon as the the coffin, I guess, if you will, was shot out, it switched to like this great orchestration of of Amazing Grace, which I thought was fantastic. Yes, that was fantastic. The fucking bagpipes were not. Well, yeah, I don't know. They were fucking computerized bagpipes. What do you want they from me? They weren't computerized. Space. Well, they should have been. It he was, was fucking in the background it. squeezing those goddamn things. Who was Scotty? Scotty. Yeah, How did I, I miss that? I think that? he was. I think he was. Faking it though, I don't think. Yeah, this I don't was think. Like, was I don't think James yeah. Doohan was actually squeezing actual bagpipes. He's in space for the- now. Doohan's in space. No, you know, uh, whoa, and, oh, and things sound differently in space. Well, he's in space. No, they flew his ashes up. He's in space. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Greatest Besides- movie ever, folks. That's really all you need to know. Like this is by this is better than Empire Strikes Back. This is better than any bullshit fucking thing that Star Wars has ever put out. Fucking holiday special all the <laughs> way to fucking Mandalorian. One of Rob's epic Yoda. shits is better than the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> I think a catapult on the moon is better than fucking holiday special. Uh, look, the greatest movie ever. Period. End of story. Change my mind. Fight me, fucker. I'm I've uh I've pretty much determined that from both this movie and the last movie, and I don't know. I'll have to go back and look at some of the original series episodes. But is Scotty really this fucking useless? Yes. Okay. I just <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. he doesn't do much until until he has to uh, uh, build a whale tank. Holy shit! Rob is Scotty. Ha, Scotty. Yeah. Red shirt and go. everything. Wow. Yeah. Here you go. You and I, Kirk and Spock. Oi, laddie. No. And his Irish accent is just as terrible. Yes. And Scotty's supposed to have a Scottish accent, so it's even worse. Right? No, so, and, and Scotty's really a dick in this movie. Like, he kind of is. Really a dick. I mean, not I only know, not Kirk's only does he crack out too. the fucking bagpipes at Spock's funeral. <laughs> That sounds like he's squeezing fucking feral cats. But he drags that poor guy up to the bridge after the ship's been fucking disabled. Look what you did. Look what you did. You killed this kid. No, Instead of taking, no, he wasn't killed dead. The kid. Instead of taking him to Scotty killed, sick bay. Yeah, Scotty killed the kid by taking him on a, on a round trip through the turbo lift. Oh, my God. I love it. He did. What a He's, dick. What an asshole. He stayed at his post. That, that's I, great. With everybody else. Get in the fucking he hospital. Post. Yeah. God. A, <laughs> a fucking dick. Oh, my God. All right. Look, this movie, while the greatest movie of all time, hands down, changed my mind. If you don't, if you don't think that this is the greatest movie of all time, I will fight you on the spot anywhere, anytime. I don't care if I get my Let's ass kicked. Right will, now. All right. Done. All right, well, you, come on down. you leave, you leave, nope. you come here. No, right. no, 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 you have to come to me because no, you don't. said that you would fight part me. Of the thing. I, you said <sighs> you look, would fight Scotty, me. Scotty, shut the fuck up, Charlie. All right, look, Scotty, Charlie, Rob, whatever, they're all interchangeable. <laughs> <sighs> look, this movie has some problems. 
A few. Uh, just a few. Like, let's start. With, <laughs> let's it just, has less problems than all the other Star Trek movies. It does. Oh, yeah, it, by it far. Is, I mean, there's, has, there's really not yeah. that many inconsistencies in this movie. Oh, I don't think you were paying attention, but let's, yeah. okay, let's so start with the, start let's, with the let's most Let's talk most about glaring. the big one, which yeah, is Chekhov, yes. So, so they tried to explain that away. Apparently, Chekhov was an ensign on the Enterprise, right. and he was part of the the group that took him down to the planet during Space Seed. That's called wishful thinking and or retconning on the run. Look. Yeah, so they, they do have a couple, and that's not help. the explanation that I heard. Uh, one of oh. the explanations that, that <laughs> I read one. about was, yes, Chekhov was on uh, the ship. He was part of the security team during that time. And uh, so that he he would have had interaction with Khan at that point. The, okay. the the problem I have with with Chekhov's character in this film is not that you know Chekhov wasn't a recurring cast member on the original series at that point whenever Space Seed came out, but that Chekhov wouldn't remember Khan and wouldn't remember that they dumped Khan on SETI Alpha 5 and wouldn't remember... They were on SETI Alpha 6. No, they were not. They They were on SETI Alpha 5. They thought they were on SETI Alpha 6. Okay, so how do you fucking get to SETI Alpha 6 when there is no SETI Alpha 6 anymore? Right. That is one of my issues, too, is how do you not realize (laughs) that a planet is missing from a a system? Exactly. So you're on the the, you're on the fifth planet in the system and you think you're on the sixth. How how does that fucking how does that happen? Well, Their sensors don't work that well. And maybe they thought the the fifth planet was on the other side of the sun. No, well, that's not Um, how that shit works. (laughs) That's not how fucking things work, Rob. Well, you know, sensors weren't as good that back then. Scotty, I need you to go down and do something. I don't know. Try to fix the engine, Scotty, and when we when you can't do it, we'll be down there to fix it for you. Can you send Spock down? <laughs> yeah, we'll send Spock down right away. Spock's typically mm-hmm. the one that goes down and fixes shit. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Yep. Yeah, sure is. You know, I, you gotta feel sorry for Spock because he's just like, what the fuck? Why do I gotta keep coming down here to fix your shit, Rob? Yeah, I know how Jason feels now, and so does Spock. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah, that was um So that that's that's one yeah, of the that that's one of the things that I had as a quabble uh with this movie was was Chekhov's fucking stupid memory. I mean, he suddenly remembered whenever he heard or whenever he saw the belt buckle for the Botany Bay, which okay. Botany Bay. The Botany Bay. We got to get out of here quick. Yeah. And why didn't they just yeah, beam him back up? The same, right? I it's, couldn't. Yeah, I was it, wondering it, that too. It was. Like, it it just, gets everywhere, <laughs> and it's rough and gritty, it's irritating. It's yeah, it's Anakin irritating. was running the fucking uh, transporters yeah. that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and oh, here's the weird thing. I mean, they knew, regardless of they thought they were on a different uh, a different SETI Alpha. Um, they were in that system. Right. You would have thought he would have been like, uh, yeah. We need to go find some other place. Yeah. Let's let's not fuck with SETI Alpha because, you know, Khan is here. Let's well, go find on one another. of the planets. Well, and that's just it. It was made very clear that it was public record what happened to them because Kirk in Space Seed. He rang the bell. A, he, held, he rang the bell six times. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. And then 
he declared what was going to happen, and it was for the record. It was on the record, which means Starfleet had records. <laughs> it's in all the shit. It wasn't classified. It wasn't like Section 31 did something. It was the Enterprise left these people there. And then he just never went back to check on him because, you know, space is a busy place and he's got shit to do and fucking aliens to fuck. So are we are we assuming that Khan's wife was um, yes, she was uh, dead. Dumbass historian. Yes. yes. Yeah. That was okay. that was uh, Lieutenant MacGyver. MacGyver's 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 MacGruber. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Lieutenant MacGruber. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Pulaski. Pulaski's on a different episode. I was wrong last episode. That was not Pulaski in Space Seed. Pulaski's in a different uh, TOS episode. I I found that oh so improbable. Um, Come, can we talk about? No, I don't. I don't want to love you. Stay or go. Make up your mind. Yeah, can we talk about Space Seed real quick? Because (laughs) what the fuck? Fucking whole battered wife syndrome that she went through and still fucking. Oh my God. Only in the fucking 60s. Jesus Christ. I thought to myself the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, God, I love him. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Crowley would have gladly been his wife. Look, man, I'm just telling you, I know, like, there was not that scene, but he's getting my player award. For oh, that. for fuck's <laughs> sake. Uh, oh, he played her like a fiddle. Uh, he he abused up, her. Jesus so Christ. Sh- oh, he never laid a hand on her. The, yes, you, he did. Really? Because he uh, she took his hand and he squeezed he was it just until she. Domin- look, look, it was either squeeze her hand or piss on her. You have to oh show, you have to show dominance. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Wow. My bad. Holy shit. I don't like your hair like this. I'm going to make it better by taking three strands out. See, so much more beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so bad. I, uh, that was so bad. Look, you can write your letters like, uh-uh. uh, to uh, Jason at creativebraincandy.com. Uh, he likes to hear how terrible I am. So please send your letters to him. Oh, please don't fucking send the emails. <laughs> send the emails. Oh shit! Yeah, oh. no, like so. Uh, yeah, he's getting my player award later on. Uh, but yeah, that yeah that episode was weird. Also, wouldn't Kirk have the bends in that episode? Like, oh, she yeah. brought him yeah. out of yeah. That's what no, I thought. No, no, like, no, no, he wouldn't. They've they've changed. Uh, physics works differently in the future. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Physics works no. <laughs> Basically, for those of you who haven't watched Space Seed, Khan puts him in a um, hyperbaric chamber. A hyperbaric chamber, and then he yeah, yeah. starts letting all the oxygen out. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes and she just puts it all right back in. <laughs> well, yeah. no, actually, like since the- since he deflated the chamber, since he created a vacuum, I don't think he would have gotten the bins. So the bins is when okay. you go to a, a higher compression and then you decompress too fast. Too fast. Yeah. I don't know that well, the bins gonna- works the other way. Okay, well, then what's the opposite of the bins? There's got It's got to work the, the same way the other way. The runs. <laughs> he got the, the runs. runs. <laughs> he just had the trots for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he looked pretty sweaty toilet. when he came out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then the, the fight between the two in Space Seed. Like, I just, uh, my dude, wife was sitting uh, there watching it with me last night. And I you go, could obviously I go, see the stunt doubles. Shatner. It was oh, Shatner. yeah, that one scene. Not yeah. Shatner. Shatner, yeah, not Shatner, Shatner. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was terrible. Just so terrible. I'm like, these stuntmen don't look anything like. 
Like, I don't even think that stuntman is the same race I, as fucking Ricardo <laughs> Montalban. Oh, I know, I know. And those wigs. Those wigs they oh, were wearing. God. So fucking awful. Oh, terrible. So sometimes terrible. sometimes and remastered high def is not a blessing. <laughs> right? And, and it wasn't a very, like, difficult fight scene. It's not something Shatner... I mean, hell, Shatner beat up a lizard. I, I think he could have no, tumbled around on did. the ground. I don't think that he did. I didn't that episode have some uh, so, some camera magic from the Maybe. 60s? Probably. Yeah, where there's oh, the one where he's fighting the Gorn in the arena? Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't really kick the Gorn's ass. He kind of got thrown around by the Gorn. Now, he did eventually, I think, shoot the Gorn with some improvised with black powder, but Oh, that's right. That's right. He had to find he had oh, to find uh what was it, charcoal and saltpeter and something else. I don't know. All right. So though for those of you who don't know, Khan Noonian Singh uh what is a genetically modified uh human through the uh, eugenics, uh superior intellect, superior superior uh physical strength. Which uh, sounded like it was selective breeding. It, it not did necessarily sound like selective like, breeding and not, not necessarily like, yeah. like genetic modification. Yeah. Like going in and splicing DNA and shit. Right. It, so, yeah, right. Yeah. So he's smarter than everybody. He's faster than everybody. He's stronger than everybody except Kirk. Because Kirk could take an ass beating from this guy yeah. and still pull out at the last second, some giant fucking space rod and beat that's the shit what she out said. of Khan. Yeah. And beat the shit out of Khan. And that's how he got Khan. But now, this guy was a he he was a, a genocidal maniac who led millions and there weren't wars there was peace while he was in charge on earth during 19 the, the early 1990s mid 1990s sure whatever and then uh but he, he he did that through fear he he was killing millions of people and terrible guy right probably in charge of North Korea huh. <laughs> so Instead of putting this guy to death, Kirk decides it's a fantastic idea to give him his own planet. And well, thus we get, we, we, we eventually get uh, 15 years later, uh, Wrath of Khan because the planet blew up and shifted and, and it became a shithole yeah. instead of, you know, like a, just a minor shithole. Killed like 70, thing- 80% of the people that they dropped down there. <laughs> right. It, like before, that's my other problem with this movie. Khan's like 112. Everybody else is in their 20s. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, and he's all, old he, and wrinkly. He, right. he wears, a, he he was channeling his inner Michael Jackson the entire time. <laughs> the whole yeah. time with the one glove. What, what, the what was, was that, that about? I, I don't know. I. They I all came know. out at the same time on in Spacey. They all look the same age, but in Wrath of Khan, Khan is noticeably older than everyone else. Well, no, and if in they've space- only been there 15 years, there's no time for these kids that would be 15 years old at this point to look like they're, you know, 25, 30 years old. Khan in Spacey did look somewhat older than the rest of his crew, but he didn't look that much older. No. And it was like it was like the rest of his crew on SETI Alpha 5 had found the secret to not aging. I mean, they found the fucking fountain of youth on that planet. <laughs> right? God decided not to take the take the the youth serum. No, no. It is all for you. 
I will, I will stroke this I rich Corinthian leather <laughs> with my Michael Jackson glove. It is fine. <laughs> oh, Welcome shit. to well, Fantasy another, Island. Right. Boss, boss, the plane, the plane. Like, I just have a big problem with that's another glaring issue uh, that this movie has that nobody typically ever talks about because it is such a good movie otherwise. Yeah. So th- th- this movie, I mean, I think it has just enough action to keep it interesting and in good spots. Oh, it was uh, compared to the first one that came out. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's, this is like extremely better, but it's a serious character study and the, the story holds up. So, I mean, this is the, th- the theme of this movie is uh, facing middle age. Kirk is about 50 years old at this point. Um, he's right. kind of hitting that midlife crisis where he's, he doesn't want to age, but he, he realizes that he's not the the spring chicken he once was. And it's also dealing with themes of resurrection. I mean, there's there's resurrection all throughout the movie. One of the first things that we get pointed to is A Tale of Two Cities, which is about resurrection and and the juxtaposition between two sides of a of the coin. It's it it's an interesting character study showing that juxtaposition between Khan and Kirk and how they deal with some of the the same issues of of aging. So um I f- I find it very strange that somebody that is intellectually superior than everyone else can get baited so easily. No, 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 no. So, okay. So the whole movie's called Wrath of Khan. Yeah. He's angry and he wants vengeance. And his first officer, so to speak, whatever the young kid's name who was supposed to be part of the crew, who obviously wasn't. Punching bag number two. Right. Whatever. He says to him, he's like, we've got a ship, man. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Why are we wasting our time with these assholes? Let's just go fucking do what we want. Right. And he's like, he tasks me. He tasks me and I shall have him. He wants to avenge the death of his crew, the death of his wife, and he wants to take all of that anger out on Kirk. Right. Kirk is his great white whale. Absolutely. He quoted, well, he quoted fucking uh, uh, Moby Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Uh, So there were definitely allusions to that. Well, and they they showed a Moby Dick, a book of Moby Dick in, uh, on SETI Alpha 5 whenever they first yep. went into their shelter. Yeah, so he, he's definitely obsessed with with taking down Kirk. I like, think back to the scene where uh, he's talking to Pavel and, and the captain who, uh, I don't remember his name, who killed himself. Unfortunately, that actor died. Um, Terrence, like, Captain, yeah. or Terrell, Captain Terrell. Terrell. Captain, Captain Terrell. Terrell. Uh, like Ball, Paul Winfeld. Yeah. Yeah. When he finds out that Captain Kirk is now Admiral Kirk, like he, he, he has to deal with that for a second because his life was so shitty and Kirk's life got that much better. And like, so he's like Admiral, Admiral Kirk, Admiral. Like he says, say it a couple more times. times. Right. It'll it'll make it all better now. So yeah. he is uh, he's one hundred percent obsessed with it, and Kirk knows that. And Kirk can bait him into it, and so like that's the it, it, even in Space Seed, it was the intel, the superior intellect of Khan versus the regular intellect uh, of Kirk, and but, Kirk even says in this movie, uh, he says, "I I have cheated death, I have tricked death." 
I have, I, I don't ever face death. I always just kind of fumble fuck my way through it. Right. And I, I end up on the right side of it. Yeah. He's never really had to deal with death. Like he had to deal with the death of Spock. I mean, this is probably one of the first times that death has really ever hit home to him. I'm going to tell you that scene at the end where he, where he does his, his, uh, uh, eulogy. Holy shit. Oh Gets yeah. Me every fucking time, dude. Oh every yeah. Fucking did you, time. did you cry some man? Yes. Man oh, I did. I choked oh, yeah. up a little, yeah. Little, little something, something in your eyes. A little eye. something, something like yeah. out of all Wait, the souls I've known in all my travels, his was the most human. Human. Yeah, yeah, every time, now, every fucking time. Are you time. sure it was from the um, speech or was it from the bagpipes? <laughs> that well, was before the bagpipes, asshole. Right, Stop trying well. to ruin a moment. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, the bagpipes <laughs> just made me <laughs> yeah, nauseous. But. Yeah, that was after. That was, But the bagpipes were only there as the, the photon torpedo slash casket goes uh, down the tube, which doesn't take that long. You get like... 15, 20 seconds of bagpipes, and then it's this great orchestration of Amazing Grace. Good God, about guys. 30 seconds too long. Whatever. Wasn't that terrible. Yeah, it was. <sighs> Fucking bagpipes. Bagpipes and haggis. What the fuck is up with the Scots? Bagpipes are fantastic. No, I they're can not. to you a YouTube video of hot chicks playing the bagpipes. And I'll mute uh, it and, and playing, watch the hot chicks. And playing uh, uh, Metallica with them. It's oh, fantastic. my God. What the yeah. fuck? Why would yeah, you do fantastic. that to a Metallica song? I don't know. I, look, I don't know. I'm not Irish or Scottish or whoever the fuck plays bagpipes over there. Like, what the fuck ever? They're not that bad. They're Haggis awful. Haggis is bad. Haggis is awful. This Can't is remember who, who it was that said that everything that the Scots have was done on a dare. Well, look, the Scotsman was in charge of the fucking engineering section, and he always had to have a Vulcan come down and help him. So I think that's really all you need to know about it. Right, right. All right, look, I'm going to ask you this question. I don't want to because you've already hinted at it uh, in our super secret Discord chat. Let's compare this movie to Into Darkness. This movie's so much better. You're an idiot. I don't even what know what the I fuck are you, you talking about? This movie is so much better than Into Darkness. Um, okay, look, I found I found Into Darkness more plausible in terms of why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, for his crew, which is the yes. same thing he was doing in Wrath of He was Cut, not dumbass. doing it just for his crew. He wanted his crew as an ends to as a means to an end to, an end. to yeah. take over the galaxy or whatever the fuck he it was. He even tells Kirk that it's my family. What would you do for yours? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought I, that I thought that that's you reading into the character, man. That is you reading into the character. I thought not. that Kirk or uh, that uh, Khan's character, as as written in Into Darkness, was a much shallower character than oh, than no. Khan's character in the I original thought it was series. Just as deep. Just Wait a minute. Deep. Is that is that because you got uh, swooned by his macho eyes and everything <laughs> while you watched Space Seed? Is, is that why you think you no, it was, it was that hair. black hair that did it? Yeah. Black hair and his pecs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was still rocking the pecs at Wrath of Khan. Yeah, he was. Jeez. I was like, holy shit. He could beat my ass. He was probably in his 60s. Fucking flex one of those pecs and knock you across the room. Right. They even brought attention to it because they like had a cut on oh, his I know. Pec, so you had to look at it. I'm like, God damn. 
I've never wanted to be a woman so bad in my life. Squeeze my hand, big boy. <laughs> oh, God, God. <laughs> you're so fucking horrible. <laughs> All right, look, look, Into Darkness is great. And I'm going to tell you why it's great. It deals with the same themes that were dealt with in Wrath of Khan, just juxtaposition with Spock and Kirk. Kirk still deals with the blind luck thing, the breaking the rules, the needs of the many, right? Like he still deals with all of that. He deals with cheating. He deals with never facing death. And, and, and now he has to, but it's not Spock's death. He has to deal with it's his death. And he makes a point to tell Pike, I've never lost anybody. Motherfucker. How many have you lost? Like under my command, nobody's died under your command. How many have died? He's like, so you can tell me I'm breaking the rules. You can tell me this. You can tell me that. But the way I do it, get shit done and nobody And we dies. all come home. Right. Yeah. So now he's he's facing an enemy that it is literally a no-win situation. He's going to lose. And so in order to save his ship, he understands that. And he does what's, what he said. And this is what he tells Spock at the end of the movie. I did what you would have done. And Spock tells him, I did what you would have done, which was take everybody out of the, the, the tubes. The, his crew was still frozen. Khan's crew was still frozen. To, and they were in uh, uh, photon torpedoes. And they took them out of the photon torpedoes and then sent the photon torpedoes over to and the Vengeance. And blew the ship up. Yeah. And blew the ship up from the inside. Like, if you haven't I, seen these movies, like, I, would, I would definitely recommend that you watch them. But you watch them in this order. Space Seed, Wrath of Khan, Into Darkness. And you will see, look, you could talk about how Into Darkness, oh, it's just an action movie in Star Trek skin. It's not. You have to look deeper than that. Yeah, there's a lot of action. Yeah, there's a lot of pretty things. But I'll tell you what, the dichotomy of their friendship, the, the oh. like his inability to lie. And yeah, fucking her. Oh, my God. I've never wanted to be Spock so much in my life. Um, and that role reversal, it's just, it hits a little bit different, maybe, sure. But when you take that, and you take that in the, in context with Wrath of Khan, I honestly think Into Darkness is the second greatest movie ever made. Fight me. Oh, my God. You just insufferable. So I, I liked what Into Darkness did with the mirror of uh, Spock and Kirk. They, they, they reversed roles on Spock and Kirk uh, throughout the movie. It wasn't just at the end. Um, and I... I thought that was an interesting take on a con story a retelling of the con story. I did not like the entire premise of why con did what he did and how he did it. It seemed, it just didn't seem plausible. So, and, and how do I explain this? He was manipulated he by was, RoboCop. He was coerced by RoboCop. Exploited by RoboCop. But then suddenly he was able to break away from RoboCop and do what he did to try and get his crew back. No, he thought his crew was dead. He broke away um, and he was trying to get his crew and he got caught. No, yeah, he thought his crew was dead. He said that. He told that to Kirk. He said, look, he's like, well, then why did you do all this stuff? He's like, I thought my crew was dead. I was lashing right. out. Yeah. Yeah. He got caught. So he thought his crew was dead. So he was lashing out. Then he finds out, oh, there's 72 torpedoes. Wait a minute. Where did I you have get these from? Yeah. I have 72 oh. crew members. Yeah. Yeah. So no, like that's not, like, that's not it. So 
he just wanted to to take down Starfleet at that point. He wasn't. He thought his crew was dead. He wasn't. It wasn't an ends to a means. When he found out his crew was alive, that's when, like, he even asked Kirk. He goes, "How many? How many uh, torpedoes do you have?" And Kirk wouldn't answer. But it was Bones who said seventy two, and he, that's when he knew his crew was alive, and everything changed for Khan. Right. And then he went, and he was more or less. He was kind of ambiguous all the way up until. Um, up until he got his crew back, you know, it was, it was, okay, now I'm trying to do some, what one, I'm trying to get back at the dude that held my crew hostage, did that. Now I have a ship, give me my dudes and I will leave. Not really. Not only do I have a ship, not only do I have a ship, I have the ship. I have a warship. Right. I will, I will leave. I will do my own thing. Not really. Ha ha. I just tricked you and hey so did we blow up the ship now he's back to where he was at the beginning now he wants revenge because he thought his dudes were on those torpedoes so yeah, this was why, a double cross why did he think his guys were dead in the first place because he got because he got caught. because he got caught so robocop was holding his crew uh as 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 leverage saying hey if you don't do what what, what I'm, i want you to do i'm going to kill your crew Right. And so, and so he we, tried to smuggle them out in new torpedoes. In the new torpedoes, right. He and got then caught. He got caught. So he figured that once he got caught, RoboCop was just going to kill his crew. That's a, that's a reasonable assumption that anyone would make. So he went to kill RoboCop by getting RoboCop and Top Brass all in one spot because he knows the rules. And the rules are, like when the, there's an attack like this, Head Brass goes to one spot. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Look, this was a double cross that turned into a triple cross that turned into a quadruple cross that turned into uh, Kirk dying and then being resurrected through uh, Khan's Magic blood, space serum, yeah. yeah. Space well, seed. No, Khan look, space seed. Look, if you could make the leap that the super soldier serum is a thing in fucking the MCU, then you can make the leap that the fucking super soldier blood is is a thing in con. Like I don't understand. And, and then on top of that, if if you can make the if you can make the whole leap that the Genesis device can create an entire freaking planet out of a nebula, just space then, gas. Yeah, but they they spent a lot more time on explaining the Genesis device and the Genesis wave and the proto matter that that made Genesis work than just <laughs> bones fucking injecting some blood into a goddamn tribble. No, no, it was platelets. It was platelets. It what the yeah. fuck ever? Platelets are in your blood. T cells. T cells. Look, I'm not. I, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, look, we just spent the first part of this episode after I derailed the news, which was awesome, by the way. Uh, we spent the first part of this episode talking about all the things that are actually wrong with Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, and there are a lot, and there are just as many things that are wrong with Into Darkness. I don't more. understand how you can over. No, they're not more. More. I don't understand. I no, they're not. I don't understand. How they you put the fucking so. Enterprise in the ocean. Okay, look. Um, they put the fucking Enterprise water in the ocean. Airtight, airtight, airtight equals watertight. Yes, airtight equals watertight. Okay, airtight equals watertight, but that doesn't mean that the fucking superstructure is rated to take pressure from the outside if rather than rated, the inside. Hey, look, hey, look, 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 look. If it, that's what if the deflector shields are for. Just put the shields up, man. Just put the shields up. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah you turn the shields oh, on Christ. and it's like it's in its own little bubble. Yeah, oh, look, for you're f- overthinking this. 
You're overthinking this. It starts in right the ocean. It doesn't matter. Then it's Water Trek. Okay, it was Water <laughs> Trek at the beginning of Into Darkness. Water World. End, it was. An, it was. Oh, Earth it was Trek, a Water World reboot. And then at reboot. the very end, it was Star Trek again. Okay, like Jesus, man. God. <laughs> No, it was Earth Trek towards the end. There. Yeah, yeah. I said Earth Trek. I will say that uh, yeah, Kelvin yeah. Scotty is much more fucking competent than uh, right? Prime Scotty. Not something I want to fucking re- re- really admit because I'm not a big fan of what's his nuts. But really, you're not. You're not Zachary wrong. Quinto. Not no, Zachary that's Quinto. Spock, not that Spock. You fucking Charlie. What's his name? I don't remember his oh, name. No, oh, just, uh, Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg. We're uh, talking about Scotty. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, That's why we said I, I like, Scotty. Shut up. I, I like him as Scotty, but I don't, I just, I don't know, whatever. But I, I do like it. Leonard Nimoy better than Zachary Quinto as Spock. Uh, I like Zachary Quinto as Spock, but yeah, Leonard Nimoy's better. I do like, I like uh, uh, this Pike better than the original series Pike, but yeah. I'm, I'm getting. Anson Mount's. So much yeah, Anson Mount's pretty yeah. fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, he might be my favorite. You should. You should watch it. Yeah, should watch I it. don't really watch good. shit shows. Summer of yeah, Star yeah. Start Trek. Start with Sauce. Start with uh, get Sauce. Season I don't have all access anymore. Sorry. Uh, well, you should probably get that. I can give you my account. No, there you, you go. No, no, that's. I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, you should probably watch it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you this out of all the themes, out of all the Star Trek themes that are out there, uh, the, the my favorite is the Kelvin, the Kelvin Universe Star Trek theme. Every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, fucking awesome. Do you, like, I don't get that feeling do you when I hear it. out on when you hear it? Yeah, I do. I do right out. I don't, I don't get that same feeling of whatever it is, like anticipation and excitement that I, with the uh, Next Generation theme. I certainly don't get it with the original series theme. Well, the Kelvin I theme is just a variation on the, the original series theme. It's, I, I, I like it. Yeah, you're gonna have to stop there. There's a copyright problem. Right. Yeah, we. Not gonna say it. Not gonna say it. But yeah, like that theme is that theme is amazing. Like I really, really like that theme. It's a good theme. I'll give it that. But I, I just I like the motion picture and the next generation theme better than okay. that it's it's just it's more iconic to me um, I, think it is I grew more up with it and i just I, it yeah i did too i did too and it brings back feelings of nostalgia and it is iconic you hear that theme you immediately know what 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 you're listening to uh and i really wish that the kelvin universe would keep going i like it i i really do uh the third movie sucked don't watch that um but yeah we're getting ready to watch christopher lloyd as a klingon it's not really all that great yeah, I mean, mm. he doesn't do a yeah. bad Klingon, but you can tell it's you can tell it's Christopher it. Lloyd, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't. I just keep it. waiting for I wait. I keep waiting for him on the bridge. Go, Marty. Yeah, great. Do you think if he saw Scotty, he would have said "Great Scott"? Great Scott would have been amazing. I don't know. Now I'm looking forward to watching Star Trek three. To see if he actually sees Scotty, because then I'll be like, that's such a missed opportunity. Which one yeah. Which one came out first, Back to the Future? Or? I don't remember. Uh, I think Star Trek Three came out first. I think that was 84. Yeah, Wrath of Khan was what, 82? Yeah. 82. So Star Trek Three would probably have been 84. Yeah, I believe it was 84. Let's do a little research on the fly here. <laughs> uh, uh, 
That would be June 1st, 1984. And then uh, yep, Back to the Future came in 85. Yeah. There you go. Great. Marty, there's a problem with your kids. They're morons. How did I get into fucking Richard Nixon? Uh, I was not a crook. Rawr. <laughs> All right. No, fucking, no, I didn't live during Nixon's term. You, God, Charlie, shut the fuck up. Hey, so I have, I do have one, I got one issue. What? So, so the warp, the warp engine is basically housed in this giant radiation area. Uh-huh. Radioactive area. You know that was right. filmed somewhere special, right? Yeah, I don't care where it was filmed. What I care about the hydro is, uh, the hydron collider thing. Hey, yeah, okay. The hadron right. collider? Yeah, that's what it is. The hadron collider, that's where it was filmed. Yeah. So, if there's is the a, hadron collider that old? Yeah, well this movie been. came out in what? 2011? 2013? No, I'm not oh. talk- No, 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 not that one. I'm talking I'm on Wrath of Khan. Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the one with, okay. The, with, the, with, with the steam blowing up into... Yeah, see, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking about the movie that we were supposed to watch, and then we just added a bunch of other stuff, and we're not really talking about it. I'm back to talking we talked about, about it. We talked about it, and then we moved Great. on to Space anyway, Seed, and we moved... Oh, and and, and actually, this works Go for both of them. Go take another shit in the woods there, Bear. Look, look, this works for both of them, but mostly Wrath of Khan. You got this area that has radiation or whatever, right? You would yeah. think that they would have radiation suits for emergencies such as <laughs> containment <laughs> failure or something like that. Hey, right? I need to go into that glassed-in area, which, by the way, during the Admiral's inspection, there was a dude standing right next to the radiation Vision penis. Suit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he, No, he wasn't yeah, even no, in a was, suit. Yeah, he was but, in the white suit. Well, yeah, but there was something leaking in there. Seriously, do we have to do, uh, what do they call it, technobabble? No, I'm just saying you would think you would have emergency radiation suits or something that you could throw on. Maybe it's a special type of radiation that they can't only they they can't put it in suit form. And I don't know. I don't know if a, a radiation suit would even protect you from that much radiation. So I well, it could protect you more than like walking in there with a pair of They're powering a warp a pair of core. gloves. Well, and they had they had no time. I mean, how long yeah. does it take to get into one of those radiation suits? Do you have time to get into it and fix the warp core and get the fuck well, out I of Dodge before the Okay, why did all why did all of the time. engineers have have the Michelin man suits uh, on? I'm sure well, those offered bar- some protection, but probably yeah. not enough protection for in. what was coming out of that warp core. Well, there's a fucking warp core leak. Look, man, there was barely enough time to, to give McCoy the nerve pinch and then transfer your Katra into, into McCoy. There was barely enough time for that. So let's just all be thankful that Spock figured it the fuck out, got in there as quick as he did and saved everybody else. It's okay, Rob. He comes back in the next movie. Yeah. Dude, you just ruined it. <laughs> it's called search. For <laughs> it's Spock. called the search for Spock. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they find him. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, Charlie. It's not called, look, we found Spock. It's called, they search for Spock. I want to see that movie. Star Trek 3. Look, we found Spock. Look, there he is. He's over there behind the tree. Can we talk about how hot Kirstie Alley is real quick? Yeah. Can can we talk about the fact that uh, she should have kept going and she didn't? Yeah, I was pretty. Well, she got cheers. 
So, yeah. I mean, you can't really turn down Cheers, right? That was the biggest show at the time. So, well, and she, she wanted super a lot more fucking money for the, yeah. the her yeah. second appearance. Paramount kind of dropped the ball on that. She, uh, they, they didn't have her sign a contract for follow-up sequels and stuff. And so whenever they went to negotiate the contract while they were writing uh, search for Spock, uh, her agent kind of jacked up the price, like beyond even what they were paying to Forrest Kelly. So why didn't, why didn't they just make a new character? Well, because they wanted to continue that relationship between Savick and Spock. Okay. It's called continuity with a different actor. Story continuity. You ass clown, not fucking <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. Will you just ask me the, can we talk about how hot Carol Marcus is for a second in into darkness? Holy shit. Yes. When she's in her skivvies, mm. I wanted uh, really bad to hold her hand and squeeze it really tight. And, oh, Jesus uh, Christ. You're such a fucking monster. <laughs> but I got a question for you anyway. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, is Wrath of Khan more sci fi than 112263? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jason. Yes, yes, it is. It's not even a fucking question. There's spaceships. There are lasers and phasers and photon torpedoes. There are hot chicks in space. Uh, And most importantly, um, yeah, I already said the hot chicks. So that was the most important part. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, uh, more sci-fi than 11-22-63. All right, Rob, you got a haiku for us? I do. Did you write this while you were taking a shit? No, um, I wrote this one earlier, and to, uh, like today you'll be yeah yeah, and you'll be happy to know, Jason. This one has no Ace of Base references in it. <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding me of that. It's not yeah, like that hey. didn't just put it into my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just wanted to let you know that nowhere in these uh, in these stanzas is anything about wanting another baby. Hey, but hey, she's hey. gone tomorrow. Yeah, boy. I hate both of you. Y'all can both go just drink a bag of dicks. All right, here we go. So this How one is titled. Dick? I don't know. Um, <laughs> this one is titled Sucky Things. Warp, co- warp core, bad for skin. Earworms make you do bad things. Con! That's it. Uh, that right. wasn't really a haiku. That no, it was. There there was lots of syllables in that last stanza. In that con? Yes. There were there were five syllables in that last stanza. I don't uh-huh. think he I only I only heard is. one. I don't think he knows what a haiku is. Con <laughs> I look, what's more look, I think I just want to say this real quick. I think Zachary Kinto did a great job screaming con. Uh it, it, I thought it was a great callback. I thought it was a great visual in, into darkness uh, and gave uh, Shatner a run for his money on that con. Um, so this one is titled Sucky Things. Warp core, bad for oh, the skin. Jesus Christ. Earworms make you do bad things. Sunlight in a cave. 
Okay, that one yeah, was an actual yeah. haiku. I, I thought I was yeah. having deja vu for a moment. Dude, you, there was you a did, tiny sun you? in the cave. I just wanted to scream con, okay? <laughs> well, all we would have let you to. scream con. Okay, well, there, there's the actual haiku. There, There's some um, five syllables right there. Hey, Sunlight in a you motherfucking cave. screamed con? McGiverns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That was You're bad. You're welcome. That was bad. All right. So next week, we are going to continue to get sauced as we review Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, 1984 no, no, film no. where Admiral Look, we Kirk- found Spock. Fuck you. <laughs> Admiral Kirk and his bridge crew risk their careers stealing the decommissioned USS Enterprise to return to the restricted Genesis planet to recover Spock's body. And I'll get into why they decommissioned the Enterprise during that episode because it makes absolutely no fucking sense. But we'll wait for next episode. Y'all got nothing on that? What? No. What do you want me to say? I don't want <laughs> to know. I, I didn't know we were, anything. I didn't like, know we I've were moving on to episode three right yeah, now. Yeah, I've already, I've already got Skippy over here going, they found Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm afraid if we talk about anything else about Search for Spockies, you'd be like, fuck it, let's just move on to four. Let's just do it. Let's just go on four, the best one ever. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And please visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. Con! God, you're such a fucking red shirt. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week.